You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michael Show. Hell yeah! Look at you. You got a little uh, furl in your brow. Not, it's not like you. No, because of Botox. My <laughs> God. <laughs> then you must be really upset uh, if that's the case. My God. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you know what it is? Okay, I have a question because the holidays are coming up. Dear God, help us all. And I feel nothing but dread. Nothing but hysterical dread. I mean, look, if I could take... You know, my immediate family and like Hyde, but Heidi won't let me do that. She won't. She won't let me do that. I actually saw that movie Bad Moms 2, which wasn't good, which is such a bummer because the first one was great. But like they were the one thing that is so relatable is they were like, oh, dear God, you know, this is a hell ride. Like, don't we wish we could just like order Chinese food, not deal with all this stuff, not have because Christmas becomes like obligation, 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 which is a whole separate segment. But it's like the family stuff. Like I'm currently, you know, having a moment with my little sister. I'm currently having a moment with another family member. And It's like, you know, and I was talking with my shrink about it and you know how you've got that family member that you finally put your foot down, right? And you're like, this is my boundary. You finally do. Mm -hmm. Mind you, it's entirely possible that you've enabled them by trying to avoid a conflict, right? So you give, 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 give until you're like, I'm going to kill him, which is exactly what you were trying to avoid is the conflict. So you gave, 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 but you get to the point where you're like, all right, I can't do this anymore. And you go to like, say, establish a boundary or or say, Hey, you're, you know, I'm not going to allow you to do this, or I'm not going to allow you to do that. And they either act like you're crazy, totally avoid you, can't take responsibility for any of it. And then it just goes unspoken and you have to be the bigger person To go in and be like, okay, either let it go, forget it, not deal with it, not address it, you know. But the problem is in these particular instances, and I'm not talking about my little sister right now, but like I have this one family member that's like downright abusive in a lot of ways. Like just takes and takes and takes and is just not – like I don't – it's hard to explain. Um, But like I finally got to a point where I was like, I can't can't do this with you anymore. You know, like every – and – and my shrink is like, well, you know, I'm like, how, how do you like forgive people for this stuff? And he's like, well, you understand why they are the way they are, right? Oof. They have their but own the, drama, but- their own trauma, their own tragedy. And you're like, you know, it's not personal. Like that I get. It's not personal. Okay. Okay, fine. You know, you, you know, you are projecting onto me some abusive parent or whatever. Like, it's not really me. I don't need to internalize it. Okay. You set boundaries. He's all for that. But at what point do we... Do we say like, oh, they're just a mess and they can't change, you know? And like Jake, we were just talking before we were airing Mm -hmm. and Jake was saying, 
that he understands. Jacob, I yes. need you. I'm here. I know you're working on our show, but I need, <laughs> I need you to comment on that yeah. thing you were just saying about how you're really close with your grandma, but you can see why she's how your mom has become kind of the, the woman she is. Mm hmm. Because yeah, of so what might have happened. The good there. and bad because of what she may have gone through. Right. So growing up, the starting, let's say, 13 is when I really started to clash with my mom. Yeah. And all the way up to maybe even like 21, I I didn't understand it. I was too young to actually understand it. And I just hated how our relationship was. I blamed myself when I was younger because I... Right. You, know, you internalized it, which is and, which is why my, my shrink is like, you want to understand right. why they are the way they are and have empathy. So you, A, don't internalize it and B, don't let the anger about it consume you but go on and, and it did it did when i was younger i hated it and i there there have been like a year at a time where i would just wouldn't even talk to my mom and i was just i couldn't understand why yeah anything was wrong and i would just be like i would just place a, a, a huge label on it and say screw this it's all her fault i don't know why i can't deal with this because i'm growing up i have all this other stuff to deal with yeah now i'm almost 26 and the more i hang out with my grandma who's like my like favorite family member i love her so much i take her to the casino all the time into her doctor's appointments i take care of her you know yeah but the, the more casino. i hang out with her yeah, she, she, I, I didn't want to go yesterday she made me go i was so exhausted the casino oh my god i love grandma's, it grandma's love so, casinos oh god my grandma and i go to the casino all the time gotcha. yeah. freaking nuts she, go on, she loves pan uh, anyway um we're hanging okay. out and she's talking about uh a time when my mom was about 14 oh and my mom's older sister used to beat up on her and my mom's other sister. Okay. So my mom had a really messed up dynamic as a kid and I already kind of knew that. Yeah. But the more I learned about it, the more I realized that grandma was played a huge part in this because grandma married this guy oh, uh, who go. invented the Philly cheesesteak, Pat Oliveri. You can't be serious. I swear. Okay. Oh and they I had didn't like, even know somebody invented the Philly cheesesteak. I better write that down. Yeah. Pat, who invented Pat, a hamburger then? Pat Steak in Philadelphia. It's like a big thing. It's on the food. Jake's I feel famous. like we need to get him Jake, in here. Jake is, uh, is married to royalty for sure. Oh, he's been God. married through or so, he's related. So he's, he's like related the prince of the, uh, the Philly cheesesteak. Not married. Related. He's related to ro- Okay. Sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. Duke Jake. of so, the Philly cheesesteak. Who oh, knew that Jake was important like this. I had no idea. Well, now we have to be nicer to him. Go on. Yes. Thank you. Um so grandma was always out traveling and, and just had all this money to have other people take care of the kids or, or grandma's mom taking care of the kids when no one was around. And my grandma was pampered and treated like a queen because this guy wouldn't let her lift a finger. And mm. and so I started to realize more and more as I get older, I'm like, damn, she was a really absent mother. And mom has all these problems that she's just now working through as yeah. an adult. And yeah. I got to give I got to give it to my mom. She goes to therapy. She's been getting better and better, but I still keep her at an arm's length. Because I know that the dynamic that we've had our entire lives still comes out sometimes. So oh, I keep and it's not going to stop. And you're absolutely right to set boundaries. And that's what you're supposed to do. And I, so I'm saying, like, I get the whole, like, all right, here we go, right? We're looking at someone and we're like, well, you know, people are the way that they are because of things that have happened to them that were at one point out of their control. Yeah. They evolved as much as they possibly could, given the circumstances and the resources available to them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I've had conversations with my shrink about my dad. And it's like, well, you know, this and 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 therefore he is ill. And this is the best he can do because of this and this and this and this. So he's ill and, you know, it's, it's, it, he doesn't – he couldn't possibly do better if he wanted to. That's where I hit my wall. Now, 
with my dad. So hang on. I'm going to get back to that in a second. There's a girl um, who I had met in an Apple event. Really cool chick. She's from Bangladesh. Uh, she's a mountaineer. She's done the seven summits. She's a Nat Geo explorer. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. We met at this Apple event and she was telling me about, about her life and like she does all this charity work and the Dalai Lama was her freaking uh, – was her her mentor her name was like Wasfia Nazreen I think you can find her I think that's it on Instagram and um, we ended up going to dinner and she was telling me about her dad um, and how her mom had like abandoned them and became a drug addict because she was put in an arranged marriage and her father like totally abandoned them too and she you know escaped and like paid her way through school just this incredible story so now she's on she's on Everest okay literally on Everest and she gets a phone call on the on her radio phone. That her dad had a massive heart attack, fell, broke his back. She goes back home to Bangladesh and takes care of him. And she tells me the story about this meditation with the Dalai Lama. And she had this vision 10 years earlier of her father helping her walk. And there she is in the hospital with her father helping her walk. And I, and I was like, I, how did you go back? Like, if my father fell, no, I'm not going. And I told my brother, I'm like, you're alone in this if you go back. I'm, I, not that anything has happened, but it's like, I'm not going. But so you don't know that. Oh, oh, yes, I do. And not only do I know it, I know because he's vicious. He bites. So it's like, it's like the, you know, if I went back, he's so ill. And I mean, trust me, I've been like doing some deep, deep soul searching on this. And the sad thing is like, God, there's so many segments here. I can't even tell you. I know there's eight segments. I, 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 I would not, I would not go back to help him because he's so vicious that you're just walking into, you know, a speeding truck. So I know I wouldn't go back. So it's like, okay, these are my boundaries. Okay, he's ill for all these reasons. So it's like, well, you know, you try to forgive him, not be consumed by the anger of what he's, you know, the havoc he's wreaked upon everything and everybody. Um, but here's where I'm having a hard time. I can change. If I can change and you can change and you can change... Why can't he change? I look back at my life as a younger kid. I was a thief. I used to steal stuff. I was much younger, like 17, 18. But I stole stuff. I felt entitled. I was furious. I was doing drugs when I was younger. I even thought about dealing drugs at 17 because I was out of the house. Like, I mean, that's how bad of a kid. That's how off the rails I was. Totally alone. On my own, like, didn't know how I was going to pay bills. Like, I'm just being honest. I was off the rails. And when I look back also at other parts of my life, I was selfish. I was an asshole. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm just, like, I was the person that wouldn't return the golf cart because someone got, not the golf cart, sorry, the shopping cart because someone got paid to do that. It just, it wasn't even on purpose. It just didn't occur to me because it's someone's job. Like, I mean, I've evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved. Like, I could go back and tell you how much better of a person I, I am and how I improve every single day. But what, why? And believe me, there's still a lot of room for growth. And I know it. And my kids, if anything, right? I would tell you that my kids, it's that Jack Nicholson line. They make me want to be a better person. I will bend over backwards so that when they grow up, they don't hate me. They don't dread me. They're not like, oh, God, it's my mom. Oh, it's the worst. I got to keep her at arm's length. And I know that they're going to have those feelings. But if they ever turned around and said, you know, when you do this, it really fucking upsets the crap out of me, mom. It hurts my feelings. I feel like I'd be like, okay, 
It'd be hard to hear. Nobody wants to hear it. But I feel like I'd have to really look at it and talk it through. So, like, why are we giving them a pass not to change? No one has an answer. <laughs> because there is no answer. The, the, y- why do they get a pass? I, I should have my shrink on the phone. I mean, because, like, I, maybe I, I need to ask him again because it's like he's like they don't they're not capable. Right. Like, like, for example, a DOS computer system is not capable of running iOS 11. But then I want to ask, like, well, why am I? I think, and this is just my two cents here, and this might go back to actually, you know how you, sometimes when you're training people, they can't change their ways unless they want to change. Right. So your mom, your mom, dad, yeah, whoever. Your family members, your, my sister, for example, I can't make her change. I think she's an asshole and she's never going to change that way. Nope. Until she decides she wants to, if she ever does. So I feel like we can't we can't project what we want people to do and what we think but is right. How many, is there a, so then what do you do? It just I guess the hope of change is really just getting to that place where you're like you just grieve it. And I think this is where I go back to like I said to my shrink I'm like oh my god like I stuff has kind of come out you know like in in recently like living with my brother having my sister back home you know seeing my stepmother more like it's coming back all of this stuff and it's bad i mean it's bad and i i'm like okay and i don't want to be i said to my shrink i'm like i feel sorry for myself like and i'm ashamed of that like i don't want to feel sorry for myself and comparatively speaking there are so many people who had it so much worse but i i look back and it's like i was an only child you know i before my brother was bo- you know was born when i was 15 and a half i was out of the house at 17 i didn't see him again until he was 10 i didn't even meet my sister until she was 8 or 9 she was born when i was 19 so i was alone with you know these scenarios as i'm sure many of us are but i look back and i'm like my god this man is he's Dude, you know what he is uh, ill. Like, trust me. Like, we don't need the dirty details, but I am telling you, ill, sick, right. and, and sick as it gets. And what you're forgetting to what I what I observe that you're forgetting to to acknowledge the fact is you are being you're being triggered more this year than you've ever been triggered before. So it's a trigger <sighs> having your stepmom, having your brother and sister. All My that mom stuff, broke her leg. She's been staying with me for a little while. So all that stuff is stuff that you dealt with when you were 15 or and now, right? Or you didn't deal with, but I mean, right? Okay, so, no, good, good point. So yeah, so you're you're triggered, and and and, and that's why you're in a soup pot. But right I guess now. it's got to be like this because I'm like, no, you should be able to change. Like if I can change, you should be able to change. But they can't. They really cannot. I mean, I they can't. Their self worth, their self esteem, their tools, whatever it might be, it truly limits their ability to change at all maybe they don't see it that they need to change is what i'm saying but when you've got a problem like i was trying to deal with my little sister on something right and i'm like lauren there's a pattern honey there's a pattern here like your brother feels this way your cousin feels this way i'm feeling this way like there's a pattern it's like this la 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 cannot hear it cannot she's got to either be like the perfect child who's done a perfect job who's gotten into all the schools who's like a list intern at the white house blah 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 but then the minute you're like hey dude you shut the bed here i quit cannot hear it right and she's not ready to hear it but it i'm like you and like literally my sister i gave my sister an opportunity where she literally 20 how the hell old is she four i don't know she just turned 25 i gave her an opportunity where she was making 
Literally, I gave her an account for my friend, three accounts from my different companies, $9,000 a month. I think we talked about this. Access to Apple, Google, Amazon, like all these places that I deal directly with. And I mean, what millennial is like, oh, let me shit on that. And like she was crushing it, crushing it, crushing it. And then I don't know exactly what triggered her. And she started screwing up a lot, like screwing up on copy, screwing up on like not posting things, screwing up on this, screwing up. And I'm like, dude, if you do this like at another company where they're not, you know, they're going to fire you like you can't. And I'm like, you got to. And she just she just like couldn't couldn't deal with that. Quit. And I'm like, Lauren, you you just walked away from nine thousand dollars a month. And the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, but she screwed up on purpose. You know that. To what? Sabotage? I don't. Yeah. Why? Because she didn't really want it. How? how? Huh? It, it, that, that might seem bizarre to you. Because it it's, because it's, a, it's, a, it's the most amazing thing. We screw up because we want out. So because we can't, we don't have the courage within ourselves to say, I want out. We sabotage. She self-sabotaged. She self-sabotaged her way out of that job. But that's what she went to school for. Maybe... Okay. Well, dude, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I just, Absolutely. People, I, people go through years and years of university and figure out, then they get out in the world and they're just like, I hate this. <laughs> how, many pe- how many people have done this? I, yeah. I hate this. I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to go back to school just to make friends or because I didn't want to deal with the real world. It's like, she's great at school. And that's what she said she was doing. She was going back to school because the real world sucks. Newsflash. And it's like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. It the does. Real world stuff. It's hard. It, it's hard. It, does. it doesn't suck. It's hard. It doesn't it's suck. Hard. It completely yeah. sucks. Well, maybe for you. Sucks. Maybe compared for you. To school, compared to school. <laughs> school is amazing. School is a sheltered I, 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 environment. I guess. Look, I mean, if there's any takeaway I, with the holidays coming up, I think you you need to. Sure. All right. Let's definitely look at the person that hurts your feelings or screws you up or throws you off sideways and makes you feel bad, and you know. Understand, sure. Why are they this way? If we can find the empathy, yes, we must, we should. For our own sake, it helps us not internalize as in believe it's our fault or that we really are these things. And we are going to need boundaries, and I think we need to put them forward. Otherwise, if you don't have them, you're just going to get angry and a blow-up is going to occur anyway. And then on the other hand, I think we also need to take responsibility for our side of the street. And I'm not saying you need to be the bigger person all the time because that's so difficult. But maybe you could look at what you contribute. And, you know, and that's hard. Like, I keep trying to look at what I contributed to these scenarios. And I do know what I think I can. I enabled all of it. Because it was like, no, 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 no. Look, look, look how kind. Look how generous. Look how, look how strong. Look how I can do all this stuff. And then when it's not appreciated the way I want it or it doesn't reverse the way that they treat me or, you know, it doesn't this, that, the other, then I get angry. But you can't blame yourself. You can. You can stop doing it. Right. You can stop enabling the pattern. And, and that's that's the thing. The thing. Yeah, that all comes with giving yourself the space away from it all, too. You're right, Jake. Fine. I'm done. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor, and they're called Simple Contacts. Now, I got to be honest, I do not wear contact lenses, and I'm pretty grateful about that because a lot of the people in my life do, and it's a terrible inconvenience for them. Speaking of, Nicole does, and guess what Simple Contacts does? 
They're so convenient. She literally ordered her contacts from my sofa the other day in under five minutes. You don't need to go to the eye doctor. They let you renew your prescription and reorder your brand new set of lenses from anywhere in minutes. They have an online vision test. It's designed by doctors. Every test is reviewed by a doctor. So they are literally bringing the doctor's office to your home. And the prices are unbeatable. It's a $20 exam, free shipping, there are rebates available, and best of all, my listeners get $30 off their first Simple Contacts order with the promo code Jillian. Try it for yourself. Save 30 bucks on your lenses. Again, that's simplecontacts.com forward slash Jillian. There's so many paths to finding your family story. But whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with Ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. All right, let's do a little email bag. All right, old girl. All right. Um, uh, I'm just wondering, this is from Gail. I'm just wondering if you have any opinions on bone broth and its apparent health benefits, like for hair, gut health, et cetera. Um, I actually haven't heard about bone broth and gut health um, because gut health is going to be probiotics and prebiotics. Maybe it does have that. I haven't heard that. Uh, but bone broth is really good for a good source of collagen. So it's going to be good for bones, hair, nails, skin. All right. Yeah. Uh, my question, this is from Maggie. My See. question is regarding feminine hygiene products. I've been seeing a lot of ads for organic tampons. Is it important? Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, cotton is the heaviest sprayed crop in the world with pesticides. Right. I thought that was coffee. Second. Mm. The second heaviest sprayed crop in the world. So, it I mean, is. yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, this is from Lauren. Um, I do a lot of cardio, ran a San Francisco Marathon, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I sweat like a 300-pound man, and I'm 115 pounds and 5'4", 21 years old. People even, people even comment on it Aww. after spin class. Should I be concerned, or is this a sign of fitness? Um, it's just simply the way her body cools herself. It's just some people cool very efficiently yep. with less sweat, and some people don't and sweat more. That's all that it's just that's all it is. It's her body cooling okay. down. Uh, this is from Enka. Uh, hi, everyone. Just finished the podcast about learning how to do a proper push-up ah. or, or rather proper push-ups. Um, uh, wanting to know if yeah, there is yeah. a way to conquer the pull-up. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, know what I should do? The only problem with this one is you really need to have visual aids. But I guess we can – I think we've done a segment on this before. So, you know, it, the, the key, right, is – um, okay, so 
here's several techniques. One of which I would recommend is getting a giant band, all right? Looping it over the pull-up bar. Yep. And the bands come in different levels of resistance. Yep. So the greater the resistance on that band, the less of your own weight you'll be pulling. Okay. Okay? So start out and see which one um, you can manage for, let's say, 10 reps, right? So you've got an assist, with the pull-up. So you loop it over the top. So you flip it over and pull one end through the loop. Mm-hmm. Just like you ch- chain your dog up to something, right? You yep. pull it through the leash loop and chain the back. Um, put your one foot in the band and you've got an assist on your pull-ups. And, oh, that's interesting. Ah, that's great. Ah, and then you work your way up and you start doing negatives. So yeah. you can like jump up or start with your chin over the bar and then do like a slow three count to five count lower, right? Um, and then you can do like one pull up and then do assisted pull ups until you can work your way up to 10 reps. But that's, uh, that's generally how you do it. All right. I like that one. Oh man. This is from Leah. Um, I'll get straight to it. I experience Uh, a strange sensation in my clitoris during exercise, not yoga or anything like that, but weightlifting and current floor exercises. I've read some women experience this, but there isn't much online as far as research. What do you think? why why what's the question i mean why is she okay. why is she getting that strange sensation maybe it's the circulation maybe there's that's what a friction i mean blood flow well but you know what i said circulation but you know what um Nicole. i know that when people f- i know some women who have felt fear and they get a feeling down there like a funny feeling i don't think it's fear man it doesn't sound like fear old girl okay well those were some quickies there is another one. Um, yeah. But maybe we should just end there. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, check it out. Today's sponsor is a company called Molecule. M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E. And they have revolutionized air purification systems. This thing literally blows a HEPA filter out of the water. It doesn't just trap air pollutants like bacteria, viruses, mold, allergens, airborne chemicals from furniture, off-gassing. It destroys them on a molecular level, hence the term molecule. Um, I mean, they had one customer say that she was capable of breathing through her nose for the first time in 15 years. Uh, it's, It's incredible. It really, really is. So if you're in the market... Check them out. Um, if you go to Molecule.com, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com, enter the promo code Jillian, my name, at checkout, you'll get $75 off of your first order. That's Molecule.com. And do a little homework. Honestly, read any one of my books. Read about air purification. We've done whole segments on it. It's really important stuff. The quality of the air you breathe makes a massive, massive difference in your overall health and wellness. Molecule.com. Enter promo code Jillian. Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair 
right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. Do you guys remember when we had the cuckold conversation? The uh, conversation where Jan had written in that her uh, husband liked to post pictures yeah. of her, right? And we yeah. found out it's a, we talked to G and, and Jake said it's a cuckold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could yeah. you describe a cuckold again, Jake? Cause it's uh you don't you say the dirty part, but the No, it's a dude it's a dude who gets off on uh his girlfriend being with other or his partner being with other people and uh typically, you know, they're there watching and stuff and But but a mild form of cuckold is would be pictures, right? Like posting... I suppose like sharing your partner's naked photos and everybody reacts to it. And you know that she's desired by other men, too. Right. So um, an email came into the podcast uh, from mm-hmm. Kay, and she said that that maybe we shouldn't uh, judge people. I guess maybe maybe we sounded a bit judgy. So I thought, you know what? Uh, she had some really interesting things to say about how it works. All right. So, Kay, maybe we shouldn't be quite so stymied by the whole thing that it can be kind of common. Okay. Uh, yep. Go absolutely. for it. All right. Lay it on us, Kay. Yeah, Yeah, go, kid. Okay. So that's, um, by the time you got to the end of the segment, I think you did get to that place where where you said, as long as everyone's adults and everyone's consenting, it's a good thing. Um, But definitely when it started out, um, it sounded more like it was uncommon. And I think if, if you did some research, you would find it's actually a fairly common fetish. Really? Um, that that's cool. Okay. What's um, it about? Like, what and, do you think is the appeal? Like, mutually, like on both sides. So your, your reference to Dan Savage, and you should bring him on this, was probably an excellent direction to go because he certainly has a lot of information out there out it, about it. Um, but from my experience, there's lots of different reasons why it can be appealing um, to both men and women. Okay. So my personal situation is um, my boyfriend definitely falls into this category. Okay. And the appeal to him is one it, it's a very voyeuristic type of thing but like that, what doesn't he feel is it like okay so now i know like if you have a this is going to sound awful so please don't take it the wrong way but it's like if i have a really beautiful car and people are like what a cool car and you're like ah my car is cool it's like a validation thing cuz like i don't know how you is it like look at my girlfriend oh you like my girlfriend so it's validation that my girlfriend's hot it's it's Partly that to some degree, um, but um, when I was actually, I, I wanted to research this, so I was talking more from data than just my perspective. Right, of course. But one one of the things that I saw was that it's um, a turn on to that other men find your wife sexy, but then they go home with you at night. So okay, so, right? It's like a I hate it, like a prize like you get the ultimate prize everybody wants what you have right okay 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 but like all the more like for me i can only speak from my my personal but like i wouldn't want to share what i have 
And to a certain extent, it feels like sharing because you're like letting the person see the, I don't know. Or, or do the, and, is the cuckold only photos or is the cuckold watching somebody have sex with their girlfriend or boyfriend? It can be, it can be any of those things. That's it. It's whatever people are comfortable with. So it can be you share photos. It can be um, you allow your partner to go and have these experiences and then you want them to come back and talk to you about them. Um, or it can be you're actually in the room while your partner is having sex with someone else and you're, you're watching it. And to some degree, especially in my situation, it's almost like porn. Okay. That he enjoys watching me more than he enjoys watching someone he doesn't know. So that's, okay. you know, he, he's And that off- to you is nice, right? Because you're like, well, yeah. I'm his source of... Okay, but then here's my only question to you is, are you okay, though, being physical with whoever he's asked you to be physical with? As long as it's not it's- like, well, I didn't really want to sleep with that person, but it turned him Correct. on. Yeah, it, it's absolutely... And, and that's what I said in my email to Janice is that it's a mutual thing. Um, we right. have our boundaries. That's, I've told him he's not allowed to pimp me out. He's not allowed okay. to walk up to some stranger and say, hey, do you right. want to have sex with my girlfriend? Yeah. It's, you know, if, if we're, you know, some of the situations that, that have occurred for us is we've been out somewhere. He's more observant than I am. Okay. I'm very much an introvert. So that I don't necessarily notice if other people are looking at me or paying attention to me because that's not where my focus is. But if he picks up on those signals and he says, hey, that person over there is looking at you, what do you think? If I am interested or if it's something that I'm like, eh, it's not, I'm not really in the mood for that or whatever, then we don't do it. But if it's like, oh, well, he's kind of interesting. And then we just start chatting and then we see what happens and see where it goes. And you just kind of play it by ear. But it's something we do together and we agree to. And it's not something that I personally want to do all the time, Mm. but I'm okay doing it on occasion because it's something that he's interested in. And in my perspective, it's no different than, well, I kind of like missionary better than I like being on top, but he likes me on top. So I'll do that on occasion. You really see, I, I, I get that, but like a total, letting a total stranger touch you. That to me is is a lot more of a compromise, unless you're like, yeah, I love it. But like, I I were I would worry for me. I'd be like, oh hell no! Like, I wouldn't want a stranger to touch me unless I wanted them to touch me. And that's and that's, and that's the only every thing. Every situation will be every situation will be different. There there will be certainly be times where you get a vibe. Where what does like, that mean? The no. mean you like them? It, yeah. Or like you, I mean, they freak if, you out? If, if, if there's so it could be either. It's, okay. Are, is there a connection? Like, okay. do you feel chemistry with this person? So it's no different than if you're at a club right. um, and, and you meet someone and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of digging this person. I, I okay. you know, like to see where this goes. Right. I got or you. If, if you're talking to someone and there's red flags going off, then, right. then you're like, you're like okay. no, yeah. no, I'm not going to do this. It's not, it doesn't feel right. Um, and that's my preference is actually if he's there with us because then I feel safer about it because Hell then there's yeah. someone else yeah. that's involved. No, and I get it. Cause that's, 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 you don't know who the heck. Yeah. So Kate, can I ask you, does it, can it go both ways or is it, are you the one or, or does it go both? How would you feel about seeing your partner with somebody else? Or do you, is that part of the dynamic? It, 
it depends on on the couple. Me yeah. personally, that's not something that I'm interested in. That I and I don't know if that's a traditional male female thing. I'm not that into porn either. Like right. I, I don't sit around and watch porn. It's not that exciting to me. So for me to watch him with someone else, it doesn't do anything for me. But yeah, no. it, there certainly might be other people that you know that it, it could him. go both ways. And it, you definitely have to have boundaries. I mean, there, there's no question about that. It's something that you have to be very open and communicative about because it could go very wrong. I mean, it could be something yeah. where someone says, yes, I want you to do this. But then when you do it, then they're mad at you for, for doing it. So, so can, I mean, it. It's can, definitely something you have to talk about a lot. So, Kate, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to delve. I just it, it fascinates me so much. But when you do you do you meet somebody? When you meet somebody, do you is it something laid out at the beginning, or is this something that you two have kind of been together for a while and you started t- the the discussion came up and you kind of morphed into this kind of relationship, or is it something you established right away? It it, it probably it hit pretty early. So that's just, and and I don't know if this has anything to do with why I'm okay with this or not, but just so you know my history, I got married pretty young. I was 25 when I got married, and I was married for 20 years. Mm. And so I never really had a lot of the experiences that a lot of people have when they're in their 20s. So when I got divorced, I was like, you know what, I'm going to explore, and I'm going to do the things that other people did in their 20s and... I'm going to be open about things that I might not have been open about before. Right. So I actually met him online and that's, and we dated for about six months and then we were out somewhere and he noticed this person noticing me and he brought it up and said, would this be something you'd be interested in? And I was like, okay, this is my new philosophy of I'm going to be open to trying new things. And we talked about it some, and then it, it happened and it went well. It was fun. It was exciting. And we talked about doing it more. And it was one of those things where he's like, well, let's do it every weekend. And I'm like, no, we're not doing it every weekend. <laughs> yeah, and, right. um, but that's, I mean, it, it's probably about every six months. It, it's something that, that we do. Um, and that's, and we've been together now for three years. So. Right. I go back to the like, well, first of all, I, I want to thank you so much for like opening up with us. And sure. I I go back to honestly, like if both people at the end of the day, if both people are comfortable yeah. and yep. it's consensual, like what do yes. you know? Like, and safe. right. Yeah. But yeah. Like then, then, then so be it. You know, I mean, it's like go and do, do, do whatever makes you happy. As long as you're right. As long as you're both safe emotionally and physically right yeah. comfortable yeah. and you know i mean and it does seem foreign just because like i would know if someone <laughs> if somebody was like heidi's like i'm gonna bring somebody home and you watch me have sex with them i was like i will and choke you out is what i'll do i will put you through the wall if you <laughs> say that you know but that's, and that's like, a reasonable reaction to have that's my you know that i'd be like i don't think so but, you know, I mean, people, I know people feel the same, like they've like gay sex. They're like, I don't yuck, gross. You know what I mean? Like they don't, it's just, just as foreign to a straight person because I promise and you. That's, yeah. And that's another part of it that you do have to be clear about when you're, you're talking with another person is that, you know, my, my boyfriend is not bi. So that's, this is all about me being with the other guy. And that's something that you do make very clear up front that 
he doesn't want to be involved with with the other man. That right. You know that that's another one of the boundaries or things that you have to discuss with the, the group. Um, because that is certainly that if there's any miscommunication about that, then it would definitely not go well either. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you. It, yeah. Kay. Thank I you. Appreciate Kay. it, bud. Absolutely. Happy to weigh in. Yeah, very much so. All right. Cool. Have an awesome day. You too. Thank you so much. Manis, I've been thinking, uh, maybe you and Heidi should get together. What do you mean get together with Heidi? And you watch? Yeah. You just said you couldn't do that. I know. I just thought I wanted to see what you'd say. Okay. Well, how about, how about, uh, how about I find somebody and you watch? Oh, that wouldn't work. We're not together. Oh, <laughs> I'm confused. You just had a whole explanation. Actually, you know, I think Jillian would would agree to watch that if you actually found somebody. That's right. <laughs> but that's a whole different kind yeah. of that's a Completely whole different that's topic. charity, Jake. Yeah. That's charity. We'll all watch. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. We want your questions. Write us at Jillian Michaels Podcast at gmail.com. Bye-bye.